With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome back to Trot's Life. It is your Thursday edition. It's moving day. Unfortunately, uh, there's a bit of water moving towards Swan Hill, but there's also the focus of harness racing moves to Swan Hill on Friday night. And Noel Watson and Jared Maloney, they're the faces of the Swan Hill Club, is what I would describe them as. And Noel's on the line. Firstly, Noel, mate, how are you and what are you up to today? Uh, mate, I'm very, very well. We're uh, we're still hammering our way through harness racing, to be quite frank with you, as you said. We've yeah. got the cup coming up, but we've also picked up Mildura's meeting for um, Melbourne Cup night because, unfortunately, they're not able to race. So we've, what is it, four race meetings in about 10 days, so it's full on. Yeah, 100%. You were there on Tuesday night out on the track. I think that was you, wasn't it, out there working away throughout yeah. the night for the yeah. at 11 yeah. o'clock for four ha- horse races? On, yeah. yeah, well... We had 12 races, and unfortunately, due to the late notification, as everybody probably understands, um, the Mildura guys just couldn't arrange transport to get yeah. them all down, and uh, that's just the, the nature of the beast. And Monday was pretty busy, so, uh, yeah, Monday night was pretty busy. But the track held up fantastic uh, with the amount of rain that we've had. Uh, it's just yeah, a real credit to Arthur Graham and his crew. Yeah, I actually, uh, in my role as the judge, I go around and pack up around the track all the timing beams, and... I must admit, even after the last, it was like the track hadn't been raced on. And I even commented to Jared Maloney and said said that very thing. And, you know, it is just, it'll be ready to go Friday night. There are no concerns about the track whatsoever. I know, mate, it's lightning fast. Don't worry about that. Uh, no, the, well, as you know, if it doesn't rain, we've got to pour water onto it, which is yeah, certainly yeah. Uh, a bit ironic given that given the thoroughbred track around it is underwater. <laughs> yeah. They scratch their heads when they see the water truck come out. Now, mate, tell us a bit about what having a runner in the Swan Hill Cup will mean. I went through some history. Uh, Torrid Saint has run a second in a Swan Hill Mile. Courage Saint ran third in a Swan Hill Mile, which are big races on Cup night. But I couldn't find a runner you've had in recent times anyway in a Swan Hill Cup. I know uh, you won a Nia Cup back in the day, but uh, which was, I think, run at Swan Hill. But to have a runner in a Swan Hill Cup and a real live chance with Torrid Saint must be pretty exciting. Oh, very, very exciting, and you're right. I mean, we we won the first race, the first cup on the new track. Uh, that was with the, these, this fellow's brother, actually, um, St. Flash. So, yeah, it was very exciting back then, the first ever, and it was a massive night. I think half of, well, I know, half of Swan Hill was there because yeah. we got a population of 10,000. There was over 5,000 on the track that night, but, mate, to have this fellow go around, um, look, we bred him, and from day one, you look at him, you think, oh, I don't think his horse is going to make it. He's narrow in the front and he's light framed and all the rest of it. But he, the one thing he did have from day one when um, the late Keith Linsell broke him in, Keith did a magnificent job with all of them, he had speed. And that's what he's still got, Toby, hasn't he? Everybody sees yeah. it at the right time. If he, can, if he can get the race run to suit, he's got the speed. 
Yeah, spot on. No, that, that sort of leads me into my question, uh, my, my first question here. And um, yeah, yeah, look, I, I think he's he's racing as good as he has. And I think that's backed up. I went right back through his form, and you probably know this yourself. He's running a number of group-level races throughout his career. He's had 122 starts, but he broke through for his very first win at group level with the smoking Up Sprint on October 1st. So that suggests to me uh, he's going as good as ever, even well and truly after uh, over 100 starts in his career. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that it's just taking that time to develop physically, I reckon, to, just to, to get himself right to the position where he can now do some work, which he did in the smoking up, and, and kicked away on the corner. Just not, not arrogant, but just with, just with his sheer speed. Um, and certainly the race was run to suit. But, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. And um, Eric Anderson and Glenn and Julie did a terrific job in, in so much as that they decided to spell the horse, which I think was the making of him. And he's come back physically stronger from that spell. And, yeah, you're right. I mean, and his overall record, I think he's been like top three 50% of the time he goes round, which is astronomical considering the number of starts he's had. Uh, spot on. Uh, 122 career starts, 16 wins, 21 seconds and 14 thirds. You, you spoke about his lethal speed, Noel. Um, I just wanted to get your uh, your sort of thoughts on the Geelong Pacing Cup. I know Jack Law used your horse to make a real race of it. i tell you what, he yep. nearly got to the front there uh, against MacDan, and I reckon it would have been very yep. interesting if he had have. So um, what did you make of the Geelong Pacing Cup start last Saturday night? But uh, All credit to Jack. Um, everybody, not everybody, a lot of people say, oh, you know, he's crucified the horse. Well, we were never going to run anywhere because the leader was mm. getting away with absolute blue murder up front. Mm. And that's terrific. Good on them. You know, they're the leaders. That's their prerogative. Yep. But if nobody makes a move, they're going to run 31, 31, 31, when, what, 25 home. So oh. somebody had to make the move. And, uh, yeah, I know it didn't maybe pan out as, as we thought, but, mate, he came within a hair's breath of really creating the drive of the year. And, and to be quite frank, some of his drives have been terrific. I mean, have a look at the drive in the Kilmore Cup. I thought it was outstanding. I know we didn't win, but that was an outstanding drive. Noel, is the best horse you've ever owned? I think I've asked you this on air before, actually. It has to be Torridon. She's been an amazing mare. Her first nine foals have all, or eight of them won for a total of 90 wins. Saint Flash, Courageous Saint, Torrid Saint. What a horse and what a mare she's been to you. Absolutely fantastic. And, um, you know, um, I was talking to Dan Malecki at the trots and I go back a long time and he was the one who, I didn't set it up, but he just gave me the, the, the phone number to ring to buy the mare because I liked her breeding, really liked her breeding. Yeah. Um, and I just thought she'd be a terrific mare to pick up a couple of it. Mate, who would envisage what she has done? And, and you know what? You look at her in the paddock, you would swear she's 15 years old. She's in immaculate condition. She loves it. Dr. Greg Anderson, is that who you bought her off? No, um, uh, can't think of his name. Or... Yeah. Anyway, oh, sorry, as the owner, yeah, yeah, but the trainer, yeah, Was sorry. Lee Everson, Lee Everson would yeah. have had her, yeah. Lee, that's it, was was Lee. And Lee was fantastic because um, he really helped us out too, um, gave us plenty of advice to, you know, because we, we raced her for a little while. Uh, I raced her with Greg and Shane um, Cramp, and uh, they did a terrific job with her as well. So, but oh, just a... Look, Everybody loves a mare that, that produces, and every now and then you get a little little gem, and certainly she's one of them, absolutely. Mate, what about uh, the saint name? Can Well, it's, I think we're pretty obvious what it's about, but tell us about where the saint name comes from. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. if it's what I think it is, what are your thoughts on Ross Lyon while we've got you? 
Okay, well, I'll jump into the deep end. You're absolutely on the on the Saints man. Don't worry about that. Uh, not, it's easy to remember all their flags. It's like one. It's decimal currency and, and silver flag. 1966. It, it all happened at one time. Was busy, but um, oh, look, I, I feel really, really bad about the way that the coaching thing's gone. Um, I'll be quite open about it. Um, I, I wouldn't have put him back in the job, but having said that, he's got the job. Um, and uh, it'll be interesting to see because, mate, it's it's like horse racing, isn't it? Yeah. If you haven't got the cattle, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You've got to have the cattle, and that's where the really testing point's going to be. Good luck to him, um, but next couple of years, it, it won't be, uh, you know, too heavenly, I don't think. And are you training any horses yourself, mate? I know you've trained oh, plenty of harness horses over the journey. You've had 34 wins as a trainer, but... You've often sent them off to yeah. other people once they're fit or something, and, and yeah. you train a few thoroughbreds as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah look, the, the training side, of um, we, just with work and footy and all the rest of it that we do up here, um, we just normally a little pre-trained type program, and, yeah, they go down, or we're going down to Eric um, or up to Darrell in Queensland, or um, now Vince Vallelong has picked up a few. Um, so we just sort of get them rocking and rolling and then, um, you know, try and distribute them out because... With the tyranny of distances, you'd understand up here, um, we're two and a half hours, probably a good two hours anyway, from anywhere. So it's a lot of travel. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's a difficult program to get them to that point. Um, but, yeah, we've got a few gallopers. I'm a licensed um, uh, gallops trainer as well, so dual licensed. And we had a little bit of luck with um, Regina down at Mooney Valley a, a little while back, which has been yeah. well documented. Yeah. But yeah. We've, got a couple, we've got a couple in work, so we'll just plug along while we can. Uh, on a club front, no... I think one of the blessings to the clubs being the training centre at Charlton. You know, there seems like there's nearly a race and a half or two races at every one of your meetings now coming up from Charlton. And, you know, Ryan and Abby Sanderson are coming. Mick Gadsden's coming with horses. Greg Norman's coming with horses. Ash Markham works on the track. That that sort of training centre at Charlton has become more of a regional training centre for for Swan Hill, Maryborough and other places as well. Oh, absolutely, it has, and we've we've acknowledged that quite openly. Yeah, um, and and in fact, embrace it. We're trying to run heats and all sorts of things just to uh, you know maintain that link. And as you say, where there's some discussions going on with another club at the moment that we might be able to run, you know, some heats and finals into uh, another bigger club, uh, just based around that sort of uh, area. And you're right, it's absolutely fantastic. And I mean, even of late, um, trainers like David Murphy have been yeah very very supportive. It's a long way for David Murphy, but and we dip our lid to to him and and you know Michael Bellman etc. But um, they've taken the time and the effort to come up. The good thing is they've been winning races, which is fantastic. And I mean they're just great harness racing people. So we really do appreciate the support and 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 our normal base, which is obviously here and Mildura and Chuka etc. It's been stretched a bit. Yeah. But Mildura um, again, you know they've got some difficulties up there at the moment, which we they they are working through and we're trying to support them. Um, but they're very good supporters too. But uh, going back to your original point, yeah, that Charlton base has certainly been a boon for everybody, I would suggest. 100%. Noel, thanks so much for coming on, mate. I think uh, we're going to have you on Trot's Vision as well, so I enjoy uh, doing a bit with you on Trot's yep. Vision uh, tomorrow night for the 3SH Swan Hill Pacing Cup. Good on you, boys. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Toby. Thanks, Noel. Thank you, Noel. Cheers.